Morning, gentlemen. Thanks for being out here and uh, glad that of all the places you could be at this time of morning in bed, um, uh, you have chosen to be here with us. We are continuing our, our conversation on do your job, uh, reclaiming the role of stewards and understanding our, our role as men and, and um, what it means to be fully and authentically a man in our culture that has so many lies and misunderstandings uh, about what it is to be masculine. And even now, you can go to, if you go to certain colleges in America, they will uh, make you as a man enroll in a class where you can deal with your toxic masculinity uh, before you engage anything else on the campus of, of that particular college. Uh, the Bible introduces us into the God story as stewards. Uh, God creates, and then uh, Adam is brought into the story to care for the garden and to tend it. So today we're going to talk about our role as stewards of creation. Now there's a lot of discussions going on about cre uh, creation, global warming, climate change, and all of that, and I don't want to get sidetracked uh, in, into that. Uh, there is some kind of climate change going on. And how do we know that? What is the one proof that we in Tennessee have? Uh, armadillos. Armadillos are not native to Tennessee. They haven't been in Tennessee in years and years. But as the temperate zone has shifted further north, uh, armadillos have moved up from Texas. And now we have rats on a half shell. And... Um, <laughs> And we're all trying to figure out what to do with, we understood how to handle gophers, we understand how to handle moles, but when you get an armadillo in your backyard, you have engaged a formidable opponent. Um, yes, there is something going on with the climate. Uh, how much human beings have to do with it is, is another thing, uh, and there's, there's a lot of debate going on about that. I do think we need to be more responsible in our care of the environment. The idea that there's an island several square miles of plastic floating around in the middle of the Pacific Ocean is, is, is wrong and just tacky. Now, whether or not you use a, um, a paper straw this afternoon, uh, I, I don't know whether or not that's going to solve the problem. Uh, but we do need to be more uh, environmentally aware. And one of the things th that's happened is we, as, as Paul teaches, we mistake the created for the creator. Psalm teaches us that everything in the world belongs, Psalm 24, uh, one you're familiar with, everything in the world belongs to God, he created everything in it, and everybody who lives in it uh, belongs to him. But we made the mistake of celebrating the created for the creator. And Paul says we, uh, we exchanged uh, the presence of God for birds and animals and, and that kind of stuff. In the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gives us this one. You cannot serve two masters. You will hate one, love the other, be devoted to one, and despise the other. But you cannot serve God and money. The word there. You see translated money, you'll see it translated mammon. Uh, the best translation for you and me is stuff. You cannot serve God and 
stuff. Now, you're thinking, well, man, that's, that's obvious. I know that. Thank you very much for being here, Mike. Uh, we need people to tell us what we already know. But in our nation, we have the issue of consumerism in that you are not a good American citizen. You're not helping the world. You're not helping the economy unless you're buying stuff. We are judged on how well we and how much we spend. Only reluctantly will the economists tell us this is how much Americans saved in the past quarter. But the first thing they want to tell you is what? Consumer spending. You are judged by what you wear. You are judged by what you drive. You are judged by where you live. All of this is an effort from the world to redefine your identity so that I'm looking for stuff to bless me. Okay, the biblical understanding of blessing. This is who you are. This is what you're called to do. And it's what you're created to do. And we end up worshiping stuff. I am somebody. See the car I drive. I am somebody. See the boat I have. And you never win that, do you? Right? Now, you can, you can apply this to anything. I tell the bigger boat story. You tell your wife, I just want a little fishing boat. Just something, just so I can get away. You know, my job's stressful. I just want to get out there early in the morning on the river, on the lake. I just need a little boat and a little 20-horsepower in. That's all I need. I need to do, 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 out there, and I need to do, 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 back. I'll be fine. I just need something to relax. And you're having the best time ever until somebody drives by in a bigger boat. Oh, I got to have that boat. But there's always a bigger boat. There's always a faster car. There's always a more expensive computer. There's always a nicer jacket. There's always something that defines you. You were created to use stuff. And we end up being used by stuff. The biblical teaching is take all that you need. Take the food you need. Take the water you need. Take what you need. Now, what did I not say? Take all that you want. We have very simple needs. We need oxygen. We need water. Believe it or not, we don't need coffee. We don't need Coke. We need water. We need anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000 calories a day. One Oreo has 50 calories. It doesn't take you a whole long time to end up with 1,500 calories. Okay? Uh, chicken breast, you know, the old size of the fish chicken breast. What is that, 300 calories? Something like that? You know, some of you are going, I'd starve to death on 1,500 calories. Uh, there are some of your favorite uh, hamburgers that are 1,500 calories in and of themselves. Okay? 
We don't need all of that. Use all that you need, but don't get used by your stuff. Stuff is here to serve us, uh, to make your life easier, to make your life more pleasant and more enjoyable. You and I do not live to serve our stuff. Now, I have lived long enough uh, to, um, to have most of my childhood dreams uh, crumble around me or to understand how much, how much uh, the hidden cost of something like that is. I'll see somebody in a new car, a new car I really like. What am I thinking? I bet the upkeep on this son of a gun is expensive, right? See a new house, love that house. I bet the maintenance on this house is through the roof. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm kind of past all of that. But if you're not careful, you'll end up serving all your stuff. Uh, you'll end up having all your weekend eaten up by your stuff. You'll have, I can't go to church, why? I gotta, I gotta take care of my stuff. All right, here are your questions. Do you have stuff or does stuff have you? Do you have stuff? I told Jeannie, Jeannie said, well, don't you want this? I said, no, that's a future trip to Goodwill. No, I don't want anything else. It took me about a month to clean out my mom's house. A month. She was one box away from an episode of Hoarders. A child of the Depression. What does that tell you? Didn't throw anything away. Folded up aluminum foil. Put it in a drawer. Might need it later. I told my boys, I said, when I'm gone, rinse out my coffee cup. That's all I'm leaving you. Do you have stuff or does stuff have you? Here's your homework. Take an inventory of your stuff. Do you really need everything in your attic? Do you really need everything down at the storage garage you're renting? Wouldn't it be nice to park your car in the garage again? Do you have stuff or does stuff have you? Do an inventory of your stuff. You can't serve two masters. You will love one and hate the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. The first step in being a good steward of creation is not confusing the creator and the created. Let's pray and I'll give you to your, time, to your table. Set us free from the tyranny of stuff, Lord Jesus. That our time and our resources, our minds and our hearts will be free to love you and to serve you alone. And we pray this in your name. Amen.